Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be continuing our fundamental study of what is the Bible, our first topic through this study, and we're already on session three, uh, strategic study. Uh, and so we're going to kind of be walking through, continuing to build on our study and walking through what it actually looks like to study the Bible. We've kind of seen uh, what the Bible is from a box score standpoint, just who the people are that wrote it, how the books are put together, what is some of the history of the Bible. We've gotten to see the characteristics of the Bible and how those characteristics are synonymous with the characteristics of God and that the Bible is, is trustworthy and true and right and we can stake our lives on it, something we'll continue to build on in our next chapter in this study. Um, but today, just want to build on those two things and really try to accomplish two things in session three here for strategic study. One, that we'd have a better understanding of how to study the Bible, actually what that looks like. And not necessarily just a tried and true uh, method that is going to work for every single person in every single walk of life uh, and their own spiritual journey, but just some foundational truths that they can they can put in place uh, that may look a little different between people, but just some things that have to be present no matter what your study of the Word is going to look like. So hopefully just to equip you in that way. Uh, and then be able to better describe what your own personal study is like. Um, it's kind of the second thing we want to hit on that might not, uh, have a lot of, uh, backbone to it right now. Um, that might be very fluid. It might be something that you're not super comfortable with. Uh, but hopefully by the end of the study, you'll be able to have some tools in place, uh, to know what that looks like for yourself and, and to continue to begin really, uh, studying the Bible on your own. And so, um, we'll kind of walk through a couple points. Uh, here, the, the first one, I think we've got five or four or five points to go through here. Uh, the first one is actually to study the Bible prayerfully. Study the Bible prayerfully. Um, and this is where no matter what our quiet time, personal time, time with God, whatever way you want to describe it, whatever this looks like, our, our growing our relationship with Christ through his word, it's got to start with prayer. It has to start with prayer. Prayer really allows us to be properly equipped, give us the right lens to see God's word through, um, because ultimately these are not physical truths. These are not truths that are just man-made or that we could find on the internet because someone thought it sounded good or an opinion. This is, this is biblical, spiritual truth um, that, we are, that we are diving into. It would be like if we didn't pray and didn't properly equip ourselves with the right lens to see God's word as it truly is, uh, it would almost be like trying to drill in a screw with the wrong size bit, uh, wrong size drill bit. If you ever tried doing that, either your bit was too small or too big and you're trying to make it work, um, you might be able to kind of make that screw begin to, to break the surface. You might It might have a couple rotations, but it's not going to be able to sink in and, and hold whatever you want, whatever you're drilling into in place. It's not going to truly grip and, and go beneath the surface very far unless you have the right bit, uh, the right size bit for that screw uh, to sink in, in deeply to whatever you're, you're drilling into. And that's the same for us spiritually. If we try approaching God's word with a physical lens, with a man-made lens, or just our own human lens to try to discern these spiritual truths, we might get something out of it. You know, we might, it might break the surface a little bit uh, in our, in our spirit, in our, in our souls, but really, that the only way that God's word is going to take deep root to truly sink all the way in and hold fast and firm in our lives 
is by giving ourselves, putting on a spiritual lens, a, a lens that only comes from the Holy Spirit, um, because that's ultimately what we're praying for, is that God would open our eyes, open our minds, the eyes of our heart, our ears, uh, to hear his word. Uh, and Second Corinthians 2, that's kind of a verse that you all walk through together, but that's that's exactly what it's saying, that um, in, in verse 14, it says, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit uh, of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Verse 15, the person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. And essentially, that's exactly what uh, Paul is saying in Second in First Corinthians uh, chapter 2 here, is that we've got to first equip ourselves uh, with the Spirit uh, that's obviously only going to come through a relationship with Christ that we can ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to really reveal God's word to us, um, which makes it so crucial that us having a relationship with Christ is prominent and and is so necessary to truly truly gain all the wisdom and understanding that God wants to show us through his word. Um, so regardless of what your study with God looks like right now, it, it first must start uh, with prayer. Study the Bible prayerfully. Next, we talk about study the Bible humbly and carefully. Um, and this may sound a little strange, just talking about studying the Bible carefully um, and humbly. Um, but we have to submit to the authority of what God is saying. That's kind of what we mean by study the Bible humbly, that we have to place ourselves below God's Word because it is the ultimate authority in our lives. If we, if we approach God's Word um, just trying to pick and choose what we want to hear from it, or what we can apply to our lives, that's not a right way to study God's Word. God didn't give us His Word so that we could find what works best for us or or find what looks good or sounds good to us. All of Scripture is God-breathed. The Second Timothy 3 says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for, for numerous things in our lives. And so we, we have to come come before it in our study with a humble spirit, come before it humbly and ready to accept whatever God has for us. Um, we've talked about how the Bible is a mirror, and oftentimes that mirror isn't going to necessarily show the goodness of us or the righteousness of us because as, as Romans says that all, all of are with, have sinned. No one is righteous, not even one. And so oftentimes the, the Bible is going to mirror the sin. It's going to show us the sin in our lives, and we just have to humbly be ready to accept that, that God would show us that, and redeem us from that in his word um, coming before it humbly, but also carefully, carefully. And what a, the reason that I think we put this in here um, is, is highlighted in Ephesians 6. Um, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the full armor of God, and it talks about a couple different way, a couple different pieces of armor um, that are necessary for us so that we can stand firm in our walk, stand firm against evil, and it talks about, you know, the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness and uh, the shoes that come fitted with readiness uh, from the gospel of peace, you know, the shield of faith. And the uh, one of the last things it talks about is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So the one thing in our armor of God that is actually a defense or is actually a, a offensive, right? Like the sword of the Spirit. The sword is a weapon. And I think whenever, anytime we're around a weapon or whatever kind of weapon that is, there has to come a level of respect, a level of uh, caution with that, knowing its power, 
right? Knowing that it's ability to influence and to change. And, and we must approach the word of God the same way. We have to be very careful that we are interpreting this as God is leading us to through the Holy Spirit. We can't look through it through our own lens, but through only through the lens of the Holy Spirit. And even when we share it and when we teach it, we got to be very careful that um, it is right and it is as God has intended and as God spoke and ordained. Um, but just Paul describes the sword of the Spirit as the word of God. Um and anytime we're dealing with this kind of uh, responsibility of studying it, knowing it, teaching it, sharing it, uh, we have to be, approach it carefully with a, with a level of respect that would come uh, surrounding a weapon of that kind, uh, any kind of weapon. But So study the Bible humbly, study the Bible carefully, study the Bible prayerfully. Uh, next we talk about study the Bible joyfully and confidently. Um and just to kind of keep in perspective the weight behind the text you're reading, like God has preserved it, God has ordained it uh, to the point where it's in your hands. And that's a, that's a very special thing, uh, that this book has been preserved and, and purposed for you sitting right where you're at and is totally applicable and ready to speak into your life situation no matter what that looks like. And there's a level of joy that should come with that, that... That God has gifted us with His Word. It is a it is a beautiful gift that we have God's Word, um, and can have confidence that we know that it's true. And again, like I've said, we've, we'll talk more about this in, in weeks to come. But um, this book is truly has life. This book truly has life, and our spiritual thirst can be quenched by the Word of God. Our spiritual hunger can be satisfied by the Word of God. Our spiritual weariness and restlessness can be found in a, in uh, resolve through the word of God. And that should be a joyful, confident feeling that, uh, throughout the opinions of the world, the opinions of man, uh, the various circumstances in life that we will go through and inevitably come across that we have a firm foundation in his word. Um, and so, so don't lose sight that as intimidating as this book may be, as weird as it may feel to start studying this on your own, and the insecurities and battles that you'll face doing that, don't forget to be joyful, to be confident in the truth and the surety, assurance uh, that we can stake our life on the words of this book and the man that it talks about in Jesus. Um, so again, study the Bible joyfully, study the Bible confidently, humbly, carefully, prayerfully. We're already five in. We still got a couple more to go, so I, I missed the mark on that earlier. Um Study the Bible consistently. Study the Bible consistently. And this is, uh, I think if you ask anybody, any Christian, no matter how long they've been walking with the Lord, what the most difficult part is, uh, especially at the beginning of their walk with Christ, it would be the consistency aspect of studying God's Word. Uh, the consistency of getting in His Word and letting it change us, grow us, shape us, mold us into becoming more like Him. And um, when I when I think about consistency and why consistency is so important, I think it's the my mind immediately goes to almost like working out, training as as an athlete. You know, we talk about training for an eternal crown uh, in our in our ministry verse, First Corinthians nine twenty five, training for an eternal crown. And training is not here and there. Training is not uh, without a plan, without a lack of consistency. 
training is a consistent, methodical approach to become better in whatever that is. And for us, in our to become more like Christ, to sanctify ourselves before Christ, and take part, participate in that sanctification. It is, it is through strict training, strict strict training, not just training willy nilly training. Uh, whatever feels good that day, whatever sounds good, it's it's methodical, it's strict, it is it is with a clear plan and purpose. And in Second Timothy three, um, which is probably a Bible verse we'll talk a lot about uh, throughout this study, but in Second Timothy three, Paul is writing to Timothy, kind of his last words. Uh, Paul, uh, Timothy has been a disciple of Paul, a, a son in the faith as you will, and so he's kind of writing just some last charges, last encouragements before Paul's life would actually end pretty soon after this. Um, But he says in 2 Timothy 3.14, he begins saying, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it. And now from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which have, uh, which, sorry, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture, verse 16, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Verse 17, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And a couple months ago in my own study of, of this passage, just in my own quiet time with the Lord, I really wanted to unpack that thoroughly equipped word. What, what was Paul really getting at by saying, thoroughly equipped and so I just kind of started researching looking up what you know what that translate literal translation was in Greek and Hebrew and all these things and in Greek that word actually comes out uh to exertismenos e-x-e-r-t-i-s-m-e-n-o-s exertismenos I'm sure I said that wrong um but it's very clear that what what could be the root of that word is a root is a word that we often use and that is exercise. Exercise. You can see it in the word uh, as it's written in Greek, and, it, and it, what it essentially means is to fully to equip fully to complete to completely furnish to supply. Um, and so the reason that we have to study the Bible consistently is it's like our spiritual exercise. It keeps us spiritually healthy. It helps us to lack nothing. We are thoroughly equipped for the good work that God has prepared in advance for us to do through his word. But that only comes through consistently doing that. It's our, it's our spiritual exercise. The, the less that we are spiritually exercising through God's word, the less spiritually fit we are going to be. Less spiritually fit we're going to be. My, my dad, uh, a couple months ago, shared a devotional with some of our rhythm guys, and, and the, the theme of his devotional was structure determines performance. Structure determines performance and so if you're coming to the word without structure without consistency without a plan you can't expect your performance to your your performance is going to resemble the structure that is put in place we can think about a bat i use this analogy a lot we can think about a bat if a bat's broken or it's cracked or it's got a chip in it it's the performance is going to be significantly different than if the structure was completely solid. It was brand new, fresh off the lathe, fresh off sanding. It, it's there's there's no malformation in it. It is completely formed, perfect, ready for use. That's a firm structure, and we know if we get a good pitch to hit and we and we barrel it up, 
the their performance out, off of that structure of the bat is going to be really clear. The sound you're gonna, the, it's a distinct crack of the bat. The 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 way the ball feels coming off the bat is going to be really distinct. Um, the result where the ball goes, how far it's hit, how hard it's hit, it's going to be really clear. But if that bat's broken, if that bat's chipped, the sound's going to be really distinct. The feel off the bat's going to be really distinct, and ultimately the result, the performance of that bat is going to be really clear. It's going to be clearly different than if that bat had a firm structure. And so I just encourage you, let that sink deep. That th- We need a firm structure for our performance in, in, our, in our growth with Christ, in our relationship with Christ, as we participate in him making us look more like himself, that we need a firm structure. We, and we have to sp- consistently spiritually exercise, be thoroughly equipped for the good work God has given us through his word. So, uh, consistently study the Bible consistently, joyfully, confidently, humbly, carefully, prayerfully, and then the last two, uh, intentionally and personally. And this kind of comes back to just what we, just coming off what we talked about. But be intentional. Be intentional with your study. Don't. We have to have a plan. We have to have a structure to continue to consistently grow uh, in our relationship with Christ and make it personal. Uh, I share with people a lot that my my time with the Lord looks different. Uh, uh, in different seasons in my life. But one thing that must be there is the Word of God. And there's going to be times where I read one verse and I just really think about that one verse during my time with the Lord. There could be times where I just read large parts of Scripture, you know, chapters of Scripture, and just try to fill my heart with truth. There's going to be times where I'm writing God's Word out, memorizing God's Word more in some seasons than others uh, to keep it and and let it sustain me and, and apply to my life. Um, and there's going to be times where I listen, where I'm listening to people preach God's word, teach God's word, uh, edify myself through the hearing of, of, of teaching, uh, and teaching of God's word. Um, and so that comes in all sorts of flavors and types, but one thing that must be consistent is that, or, uh, yeah, consistent is that it's through God's word and that it's a, a, a consistent approach to God's word. Um, but his word is the foundation in our study. So I hope that, you know, th- these are foundational things that apply, that should apply to your time with the Lord. It, again, it might look different. Seasons of your life might look different. You might find a time, a place, uh, a way that works best for you. There, there are so many resources out there uh, to help you in your study of God's Word. I actually just had a friend text me right before hopping on this uh, podcast that said, Hey, I just wanted to reach out to you. Uh, I found this really cool way of studying God's word. It's called the 17 colon 18 series, 17, 18 series. And, uh, it takes different books of the Bible and asks you questions. And it also helps you to memorize scripture. Uh, so that's a cool resource. Obviously full count has a ton of resources just to help push you and aid you in your study, uh, of God's word, just like this fundamental study, but just find what works for you. Like allow yourself to, I don't know about to almost fail in in what you feel like is your study of God's word. Just try different things. Try try different ways of studying it. Um, different approaches, different times, uh, and and be patient with yourself. Be patient as you develop this discipline because it is ultimately studying God's word is a discipline uh, that's going to take time and practice and and growth in your life. But uh, let these serve. Let let this this. Uh, session serve as a foundation for you as you begin your study of God's word. Let it be prayerful, 
Ask the Holy Spirit to give you a new lens, a right mind to see and savor God's word as it truly is. Study it humbly and carefully. Bring yourself below the authority of God's word. Let it speak into your life and change you. And also know that this is a this is a we- this is a powerful weapon. This this is a sword of the spirit. Uh, it can divide bone and marrow. I mean, this is something that we should be very careful and respectful and cautious of as we approach it, as we teach it, as we share it, as we come to know it. Study it joyfully and confidently. Let it give you great joy and confidence knowing that we can stake our lives on a firm foundation in the Word of God. Study it consistently. Uh, continue to exercise spiritually through the Word of God and then study it intentionally and personally. Let it let your relationship with Christ be a relationship. Don't let it become a machine like machinery or robotic or... Um, you know, really too strict for where you feel like you can't have room to grow in your relationship with Christ. But just be patient. Uh, give yourself over to this discipline and let God continue to shape you and mold you uh, to where it becomes a routine and, and a deep part of your relationship with Christ uh, in your walk with the Lord. So pray this helps you. Thank you for listening. Um, next episode we'll be talking about how the Bible is true. Uh, but praying for you guys in your own study and in your groups this week. Thanks for listening.